0: It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
2: As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Hour number 2. Live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be. However, you may be watching or listening. A lot of choices. Thanks for making us part of your day. Joel Klatt, huge weekend college football. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ole Miss, Alabama. Great Pac-12 stuff. Colorado to Oregon. Big, big, big weekend of college football. Last week stunk outside of one game in the state of Colorado. This week, and that's the way college football is. You get about two or three stinker weeks. This week's a great week. Got to be watching. J Max getting everybody fired up today. J Max. We're so
3: lucky to do this. We're very lucky. There's a lot of games out there. You know the beauty of this show during football season is just stuff's happening during the show. Like Bryce Young, moments ago, Panthers just announced he's got an ankle injury, not practicing today. So now they they go to Seattle, rookie quarterback, short week, one of the toughest places to play. But that's only the second best quarterback story in the last 30 minutes. Well, Another one, Justin Fields. Blaming his coaches here in the last twenty minutes at the podium, Colin. I mean, I just this oh, is so Oh, that's much fun. good. Is that going to be in herd line? We're, uh, we're working on it, but uh, I don't know if there'll be video in time. But it's like the Bears are literally imploding. Their defensive coordinator has vanished, and
2: what, Ibraf- mean, what do you mean
3: vanished? He he took he's out for personal reasons, and flu says all these questions, and he's not answering. Whether the guy's still with the team, where is he? What's going? Oh, like, what the hell is happening in Chicago? It's like, Maybe I should go back again this weekend to Chicago. Oh, yeah, go America's back America's great. Maybe you could go find the best big coordinator. Sit, best
2: big city in the country. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Have you been
3: to New York in the last decade? It smells like pot and garbage. Oh, stop. You sound like a Jersey guy. You sound like Boomer Esiason, Banging on New York City.
2: Banging on him. By the way, I, got, I love the New York people, but it does smell like pot and garbage a lot. I'm a New
3: Yorker. You know, I was born there. I know, yeah. and it smells like That's pond why I got garbage. this attitude.
2: I'm just not taking Maybe stuff. he's right about the deterioration. I think he may be right, that guy. We don't take shots here. I don't. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I got to defend somebody. It's okay when quarterbacks come into the NFL to, like, not think it's going to work. I didn't think Zach Wilson was a good pick. I said it up front. It's not going to work. I didn't like Johnny Manziel. I thought Baker was a reach. I wasn't into Daniel Jones. I was kind of right on that stuff. But I did like Sam Darnold. So Lamar Jackson came in, run centric, skinny. Uh, you know, I, I, there was a lot to unpack. Who's going to be the OC? It's going to be a different offense. It was okay. I felt like my, in college, I think his last year in college, he completed like 59% of his throws. And he was skinny. And I'm like, I don't know. You're going to get hurt. And his first year, he did get whacked around. But he showed promise. He started week 11. But it's amazing to me, sitting in this chair, how fans defend clearly average quarterbacks like Daniel Jones and then pick apart Lamar Jackson. It's one thing, again, in college. There's a lot to unwrap. We all miss. GMs miss on that. But I mean, by the end of his rookie year, when he started playing, you're like, wow. And now what do we know about him? He's super athletic, works his ass off, wins 75% of his starts, and is a really accurate distributor of the football. Think I'm wrong? Right now he's completing 74% of his throws. And people still won't put their arms around him. I didn't get him out of college. I thought it could whiff. I, I just didn't. I thought he'd get hurt. But by year two, he was MVP, historically explosive, winning a lot, More accurate than he was the first year. By year three, he was completing 64% of his throws, had a passer rating near 100, 33 TDs, I think nine turnovers that year, picks, fumbles, something like that. Come on, it's over. The debate's over by year three. Hell, by year two, he's MVP. The debate's over. It is okay. We've all missed on quarterbacks. I think this is the best college quarterback class I've ever seen coming in. One of them will be a total whiff. One of them will be a total whiff. I don't think it's Caleb Williams. I don't think it's Shadu or Sanders, but now his dad said he's not, gonna, he's not going to the NFL. I don't think it'll be Drake May. Could be. Outside of Caleb Williams, they could all bust if they go to the wrong place. But this is year six for Lamar Jackson. He owns the Bengals. Is the most electric quarterback in the league. He is. Teammates love him. Works his tail off. Wins 75-76% of his games. It is a you problem if you don't like the aesthetics how he plays. Who cares? Quarterback is different than the 70s. Tall, short. Skinny, wide. Big arm, average arm. Moves, doesn't move. All shapes, all sizes. I mean, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray standing next to each other, you know, would be weird. I mean, one guy's here, one guy's there. Who cares? They're both good when they're healthy. Let's stop defending average quarterbacks and stop picking apart good ones. Lamar Jackson's really good. Folks, we landed on the moon, there were dinosaurs, the world's not flat, and Lamar Jackson's a great, great quarterback. That's reality. If you want to go to your Reddit board and make stuff up, you do that. But that is the reality, is that he's really, really good. I don't know if he's going to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if he's going to win a Super Bowl. that, That can't be the standard. Dan Marino didn't win one. That can't be the standard. Can he win a Super Bowl? Folks, Joe Burrow didn't have a Super Bowl. You're telling me he's not good? Really? You're, you're telling me he's not good? Okay, Justin Herbert doesn't have a lot of playoff Ws. You tell me he's not good? I mean, the standard can't be trophy, no trophy. Great bum. Can't be that. I want Lamar Jackson. I take Mahomes over him. You know, there's guys I take over him, but not many. Five? Six? You win 75% of your games in that division, and right now he owns the Bengals. Who? Kansas City doesn't even own the Bengals. Lamar does. The kid's good. Let's go from a great quarterback to one. That worked as hard as he possibly could. He did hold many records until recently. Joel Klass, oh, man. Fox Sports. You know, I saw you in the makeup room. I don't have to wear much. Obviously, I was <laughs> genetically gifted. Others do. But the point being in the makeup room this morning, I sensed a happiness with you. And it's oh, yeah. okay to acknowledge that your Buffaloes have not always been great. But it is a wonderful time. They are the centerpiece. Not Bama. Not the SEC. Not Ohio State. They're the centerpiece of college
1: football. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's staggering, really, when you think about it. And the 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 numbers from Saturday night were wild. For a ten p.m. Eastern game to have over nine million viewers is is it doesn't
2: make it. It's out of control. Clearly, he's bringing in people that didn't watch college football. That's right. He's That's right. He's not just moving people. There's a there's there's thirty percent new fans that didn't watch college football.
1: If you're a sports fan in general, in general, then you're probably a football fan. Okay, and. I believe that this story, Dion and Colorado, and what's going on, is at least one of the top two things that you will talk about at the water cooler. You know, you'll talk about your favorite team, and then like, hey, how about Dion?
2: My wife, I mean, her friend, everybody's like, what do you make of what do you make of Dion? Yes. What what did you think? The so I didn't think it was. I thought they'd name the score against Colorado State, but they got Oregon coming up. Um, They've been off huge national TV games. They're kids. They were flat. What is that? Should I just take that from it?
1: Um, not necessarily, because there were some things that showed up that that were real causes for concern like for what? Colorado, like what? Uh, namely the offensive line, and and their offensive line played really poor okay. um, against Colorado State, and that was a concern coming in, a lack of depth at that position, and and frankly quality. Was always going to make it difficult on Colorado, even going to the TCU game when they're totally healthy and, you know, like, we'll see what happens. We talked about how they were going to have to minimize the impact of the offensive line by getting creative in the run game, misdirection, getting creative and, and quick in the passing game with screens and quick passing. And what's happened is, is that defenses have adjusted to that. And the way defenses have adjusted to that is by playing what I would consider to be a light run box which means that they don't have enough defenders in the box to actually stop the run. Colorado has enough guys to block everybody up there. A hat for a hat, okay? So the run ratios are in Colorado's favor schematically. And yet they still can't run the ball. Yeah. That's yeah. a problem. That's a real problem. But isn't
2: that a reality of the transfer portal? He was going to get speed to rebuild o-lines and d-lines yeah, that's in 4 months. It's a Im- I mean, go ask Lincoln Riley. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't get the D-line right as first. It's too many. You can't bring in all five-star guys.
1: It's really difficult uh, to, to rebuild the offensive line. Um, and, and they're going to have to try this offseason, but that's a concern. Yeah. So when they're going to Utah, or excuse me, when they're going to Oregon um, this weekend, like, Oregon's real. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Now, a lot of, uh, uh, they call themselves journalists or hyperbolic. <laughs>
1: that's not how I roll. I'm a steady hand. Is that it on the volcano of Americans? Yeah, that's right. So I just heard you talking about like the Earth is not flat. It is well like, done, Big okay. J journalism. Yeah, I think Shadour Sanders
2: is the. If Caleb Williams is not a college football player, I think he's a number one pick. Am Ooh. I out of my gourd? Um, hmm. maybe I'm just listen. Hmm. I'm allowed. I, I, listen, I can't go through a car wash without getting wet. I'm human, okay? <laughs> I mean, I make an occasional mistake here.
1: I think he's played himself into a conversation where he's among the elite quarterbacks for next year's draft. Um, I, I don't know. Like, Caleb's going to be the number one pick, but yes. there's a lot of really good players. I think people are failing to realize how good Michael Penix is at Washington. Oh my!
2: Does he throw the prettiest ball in college football, he's outstanding. Now he's got two amazing receivers. Yes, he does. And they play a
1: pro offense. That coach, excellent. He's I think the they're the most coach underrated team in college football easily. right now. Um, Drake May, although he hasn't played great, has incredible skill set. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a baby Josh Allen in in that respect. And and there's a few other guys. So like the top end of college football from a quarterback perspective is is fairly heavy right now. I will say this about Shador. I think that he has been the most clutch quarterback in college football easily. Easily. Now, you know, best, who knows? But clutch, if you look at his numbers in the fourth quarter, Colin, his completion percentage, his total yardage, his touchdowns, all the best in college football in the fourth quarter. Think about what they did late against TCU. Three straight drives, scoring a touchdown. And every one of those drives, by the way, they were behind yeah. and had to come back and score late yeah. in that game. He'd Seven like of the last eight possessions scored against Nebraska. Then the last three in regulation against Colorado State. Field goal, field goal. Then the touchdown drive under two minutes, hey, 98 what, yards. What, what,
2: let's, let's do this discussion. It's kind of interesting. So I always, as a parent, now what do I know? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I always had this theory, my kids are human beings, not human doings. Okay, they're not going to do what I tell them to do. I'm going to offer wisdom and some boundaries. Is that what you offer? I offered wisdom, a lot of it, boundaries,
1: marginally. Marginally. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. Just sleep in our bed tonight. You're 12. Okay. (laughs) So who am I to talk about parenting? But I always felt like it's their life, their choices. They don't even watch sports. Right? Like, Okay. okay. I don't think I could tell my son, Hey, you're not going pro. (laughs) <laughs> like
1: that's yeah, that's interesting. So, you're talking about what Dion
2: said. So Dion, like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. And I think to myself, hey, you can make an argument that's good parenting, that's strong parenting. But I'm like, Dion, he may be the second best player in the entire sport. Well, what do you mean? I don't even know what. To, I'm not judging. I don't know what to make. Uh, yeah, this
1: it. is this is this is fascinating. Now, here's here's what I would say, is that it's not as cut and dry as it used to be because of NIL. Right, So it's not just like, you have to go. No, this is a very good point. Um, if they can get him six million bucks. Right, right, and exactly. Not, and, and by the way, you know, I know that the, in the top ten, the bonus is really good, but the rookie contract yeah, is, it, is not out of this a, world. What
2: if it's a crappy coach and a bad culture?
1: That's exactly right, because situation matters in the NFL. And you can make an argument. The quarterback class is so good this year.
2: He'd be number one next year. And there's a status yeah. advertising endorsement. There God, is. It's just, it was, a, it was interesting when he said that. I thought God, by well, the way, there's
1: I, also an, an element. Sorry to interrupt, but there's no. an element of like, Dion's going to be there next year. So's Travis Hunter. Because he has to be there. He can't transfer. Yeah. He hasn't graduated, so he can't have that free second transfer. He's going to be there.
2: And they'll probably clean up their line play a little?
1: I would assume that they would do better in the portal. They're having recruits, by the way, call them at a staggering rate right now. Uh, 2024 class, 2025 class. Wow. So there's, in, in my estimation, this is the worst they will be right now. That That's
2: absolutely This fair. is
1: their lack. Uh, this is as as, you know... Weak as they'll be from a depth perspective yeah. and probably talent perspective up front. So Shudor can think to himself, listen, I'm going to be with my dad and Travis and give this another year, and there's every reason to believe that he could be the number one pick next year. Now, whether it's all just about where you're picked, I'm, I'm not sure, but this NIL thing is, is so it's, different. I'm, and think about, by the way, you see the numbers of these broadcasts. We think of NIL like, oh, yeah, he can make a couple million bucks. I think Shadur might be able to make $10 million. Well, well it's,
2: it's the most stream game in the history of ESPN. The hit now, they didn't have streaming in the 60s, 70s, 80s. So it's, you know, it's not TV numbers. But the bottom line here, if let, let's just say I'm a sketcher, it's a, a shoe company. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna make him. We want to get the young demo. He's gonna be my young demo guy. Yeah. Why not? Because yes. the NBA guys are already taken by Nike That's right. and the shoe companies. And I'm a, I'm a shoe company, and I'm like, I want the I want the 20 year old crowd. I'd give t- I'd just 10 million bucks to
1: that kid. We have no idea what his ceiling is from an NIL perspective, so it's not cut and dry. When when Dion says, "Yeah, he's going to come back," I kind of believe him. I didn't listen to my dad. My dad told me not to sign with minor league baseball. He's like, "You aren't ready," and I, and I was like, "Yeah, I am." I wasn't. Did you listen to him? No, but it turned out all right because then I got to go play football afterwards.
2: So your father said you're not ready to hit the curve. Yeah, and my
1: brother who had just played minor league baseball as, as an old no and I was all, like, No, Joe. no, 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 guys, you don't understand. I'm really good. What did you hit your first year in the big? Just a sketch over the Mendoza line for those of you baseball that fans that is just over 200. That
2: was always the word on Clat, crowd crowd him. Can't hit anything around the hands.
1: You know, I, I did I actually saw the 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 GM who drafted me. Oh, right, right, uh, yeah. Kevin Towers. I saw him. I know
2: uh, the late Kevin. Yes. Wonderful correct. human wonderful being. Human wonderful human being. Wonderful
1: guy. I see him later in life okay and like i've now been in broadcasting and everything he's like hey and i'm like what's going on he's like hey worked out for you and i'm like yeah everything worked out and he was like yeah you know what we used to say about you and i was like no please god no and he was like five o'clock all american you are good in bp bad in the game (laughs) i was was like oh my gosh you know what i'm great pre-show are you yeah
2: not so great when the light comes on (laughs) In prep, blow people uh, away. Management, battle. I bows. disagree. Okay. You're,
1: you're good and the light comes on, too. All
2: right, listen. So this is true. I, I didn't even believe this, and I still, I didn't look it up. The staff did. I trust Google. It's a search engine. You should try it. <laughs>
1: Notre Dame. It's, it's incredible.
2: has incredible. This is incredible. Notre Dame hasn't beaten Ohio State since Halloween of 1936. So yes. Will they, will they dress as an imposter this year? Sam Hartman. Give, to me gives them a pull yeah
1: I think Notre Dame's got a shot what say you absolutely they've got a shot and by the way I would go a step further I know that they haven't been in Ohio State in, in a long time is this one of your close no this is not thing? a no this is not a prediction I would just say like if Notre Dame wins because of what's going on in college football so yeah. let me start with this premise I think that there's no great team in college football there's yeah. a lot of teams that could potentially win the national championship I think that's a great more teams than we've had in the last decade that I would say are above the line can actually go play for the title. If Notre Dame wins this game, it's the first time in 30 years that I'm actually going to think to myself, Oh, man, they could actually win a national championship. More so than 12. Don't tell me they played for a national championship. It's like that Manti Teo team was never going to beat Bama. The national championship in 2012 was the Aaron Murray Georgia team against that Alabama team yeah. in the SEC championship game. And as as many times as Notre Dame has played in the top 10 and yeah. even made playoffs, they've never been above the line. But if they beat Ohio State on Saturday night, I will I, for the first time since 1993 I will say to myself Notre Dame might be able to win a national championship that's the significance of the game on Saturday night for the Irish
2: he looks a little like Matt liner 50th throw...
1: start for him by I know. 50 it's crazy yeah
2: look at that but big he, he's got that the look I, I think he's a second third round NFL guy nobody cares about that he's okay I just don't I think we have so many good he's made them
1: real he's made he's their run made game better real. he's made their their talent on the outside better he's made their offensive line better that's a good hey, that's get, a good football team let,
2: let me um let's give uh, did you uh, graphic uh, folks did you guys get this um top 10 thing all right let's put this top, <laughs> top 10, 10 thing,
1: thing all said. right this is Joel Glass top lights 10. must be on he was better at this during the prep
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay so, let me look at this. Um God, you know, I'll tell you something. I gotta say I don't even know why this is. I love Texas football, and there's no reason why I love them. I didn't grow up there. It's the colors, it's the horns, it's the brand, it's Sark. When I went to that Texas USC game, by the way, not great seats, remarkably. And I sat Which there. one? The, like the it it over, was the, the National Championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked around. I was sitting in the Texas section. Boy, did I get host. They were the nicest fans. Yeah, now, that, a lot of these Oklahoma fans aren't so nice. Wow. Texas just, fans. just
1: flying around. Okay,
2: but I got to tell you something. Can I tell you what Texas Texas is USC like? National Championship. That would be interesting. Uh, interesting.
1: That would be the interesting. payback. Oh my Pay God! Back. I've never Pay rooted back.
2: for a natty more than Texas. Everyone USC. knows
1: you're rooting for. The, the, it's our the, turn. Y- y- look at look at you with an hour. That's big J journalism okay, right there. Okay. No, hold on. I will tell you this. Rick Riley gave an amazing line in Sports Illustrated years ago, probably more than a decade ago. See, I read. I don't know if you read. I read. Um, and and he said in describing Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, he said, you know, like Tiger is the one you can depend on. He's going to be right there. He's going to be, you know, at the top of the tournament. And he's and he said describing Phil Mickelson watching Phil Mickelson play play golf is like watching a drunk chase a balloon near a cliff that's (laughs) Texas football kind of because it's just beat Alabama 10 10 tie with Wyoming at home in the fourth quarter and you're just like what is going on you know
2: what I think it is can I throw this theory at you sure and um I'm not saying it's right most of mine are, but I'll throw it out there. <laughs> is that most college football programs are in humble small town America, and there is a kind of an ethos. Even when you're good, you you take pride in the effort. It's Tuscaloosa, it's Madison. Austin's different, and USC and Miami are different. They're big cities. They are told by big media you are special. It's glamorous. Their staffs get picked. Their boosters are rich. You go on yachts. Texas, You go USC, on yachts? And where?
1: Lake Travis? That's a beautiful
2: uh, lake. Get, That's uh, a stray. That's a nice lake. Well, but I don't you think don't there's a to yacht like, you don't on don't have Lake Travis. Like maybe a Clay houseboat. Travis. Maybe
1: they might go on a houseboat. You don't lake have to Travis. like Clay Travis. You have to like Lake Travis. I, I don't dislike <laughs> Lake Travis. You just said yacht. I've never seen a yacht I on like Lake him.
2: Travis. Okay. So my takeaway is... USC, Miami, and Texas fight this. Bam! Nick Saban always called it a rat poison or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's it's the. Uh, so you're talking
1: about focus, the level I of detail, and harder, of week to week. I
2: think it's harder to focus at Texas, USC, and Miami. They're glamour cities. It's a it's a more uh, a, a little bigger brand. I mean, but you can, can how do you hide? You can I, Texas football can never hide.
1: No, I disagree. I All disagree right. because even like the the Liner teams and the Reggie Bush teams, they won 36 straight games. Like they had us. No, this is this we'll is about bettered. this is about leadership and and culture. And here's the deal. Okay, so if you're watching this right now, coaches do not build culture. They just don't. Oh. Okay. Coaches have expectations and rules. Who builds culture? I'm I'm about to tell you. This is going to be very. You mm. might I want to write this this down. is your theory? Coaches have expectations and rules. Okay, now everyone has to meet those. And generally speaking, most teams just get to the level of their coaches' expectations or rules on and off the field. The teams with great culture are the ones that have a leadership group on that team where their standard is above the coaches' expectations and rules. And it's internally held in the locker room. And then the standard goes above what the coaches can even... Um, put on to their players that's a culture so what's what's going on at Texas is more of a player issue than it is a coach issue the players at Texas have to have an internal standard that is higher than what Sark is even putting on them and only at that point will you become a great culture where the standard is held within rather than exterior when you're playing to the level of your competition every week that was deep you should have you should you weren't writing you didn't take one note I, I feel like that was a mistake on your part.
2: <laughs> well, according to you, I don't write or read. I don't know how I do this
1: down here blind. I'm flying. A, I'm flying a plane blind, according to you. Let's well, go back. you know what? You don't need to fly when you can have a yacht in Lake Travis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, hold on. I got one more question. Here. All right, I love it. Hey, a you? lot of people, and I, this is a discouraging part of America. They root against success. Not this host. Not this affable host. Don't hate I greatness. Root for... You're not a hater of greatness. No, like I. Why? Like I'm rooting for another yeah. great segment. I'm I'm I'll try, I'll I'll have to you. clean I was up the show fan. after this one, but I was a left. Jordan
1: fan. Oh, okay, like, how about
2: this? That Saban thing, it got, it's a little bit of a mess. Hmm. Now, now, by the way, and let me just say this: I like Nick. It's not the worst thing for college football. They teeter, here comes Sark and the Horns, here, here comes Caleb Williams, here comes Harbaugh. I do not root against success. It ain't the worst. By the way, I said this during the Brady uh, Belichick thing. I loved it. But I got fatigued. I was fatigued. I'm a little LeBron fatigued. Brady New England fatigued. It's not the worst thing for the sport. Hmm. SEC is not very good. Pac 12 now is excellent. Yeah. Am I wrong on that?
1: Um, you're just baiting me. I, no, I'm not. I feel like you are.
2: No, I'm not. Oh, why? Because you're previous. Yeah, because no, no, I'm not it, it, baiting you. Hey, by the way, let's not tape this segment.
1: Ryan. <laughs> okay, so this no, is... No, listen, I, I don't think... Listen, I'm a, I am more excited about the 2023 college football season than well, the, I've been for a long time. The rating, the audience is more excited. And, and I believe that's because there's hope driven by parody. Yeah. And this is what's so great in the NFL is that you have parody and you have more fan bases that have hope. I believe that there are 10, 11, maybe even 12 fan bases that are like, hey, we could win it. That hasn't been the case for, for a long time. Do you
2: time. know when USC Texas played for the Natty? Twenty two rating. That's an NFL playoff rating. Yeah. I mean, that's not, and I, if USC and Texas met this year. Sark, his former place. Caleb. I think it breaks that record. I think with a Dion component out of the SEC, you and I'm not saying it's going to happen. But to your point, I feel. That there's a big chunk of America, Denver West included, in yeah, the sport again.
1: I think that that's correct, and and you feel that and you sense that with some of the Pac-12 numbers and the Pac-12 ratings. We've got Oregon and uh, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington State, Washington. Everybody's ranked. There's eight ranked teams in the Pac-12, and now college football for the first time in a long time is not a regional sport. That's really the two hubs being Columbus and Birmingham. Right, right. Now, like this is a national year for college football, and yeah. I don't think it's ever been like well i don't say ever it hasn't been like that for a long time So where
2: were you last saturday what town
1: i was in champaign illinois
2: they have a panera bread there
1: i don't know a chipotle <laughs>
2: i'm not, I'm much not going sure on there
1: we i went to a starbucks took a while for my black yeah, that's, coffee that's, order listen, but that's I, all I right beside the point i it was lovely i really enjoyed i was illinois. in
2: chicago i i guarantee you i had a better time
1: i don't know about that champaign illinois treated us unbelievable um it's, it's a great spot. Their facility was terrific. I appreciated meeting with Brett Bielema. They do a good job there. They do. <clears throat> Let me throw this out there
2: Oklahoma at Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't want to. Hey, a lot of people in Oklahoma wrongly think I'm anti Oklahoma. I am rooting for Brett Venables to win a good Who? six games this year. Who? Brett Venables. Brent? Is it Brent or Brett? Brent. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, one letter. <laughs> Okay, I mean, seriously, <laughs> one letter, three hours of live American entertainment.
1: That's Brent, right. Brent, well, That's who knows? Right. Okay, Cincy got a shot? Uh, Yeah, I mean, listen, Cincy and their starters, are are they they are good enough to win the game against Oklahoma. They don't have a ton of depth. Remember when Utah and TCU jumped up? and they went from the Mountain West to the Big 12 and Pac-12, respectively. Lacked depth. They lacked depth, and it took them a couple of years to get back to the level that they were at in their previous conference. I think the same will be true about Cincinnati. Having said that, it can go faster now than it ever has because of the transfer portal. Oklahoma, though, I think quietly, if there's a team not in the top 15 right now that I would say, like, keep an eye on this team, it would be Oklahoma. Lost a lot of close games last year, six of them. And Dylan Gabriel is playing a lot better. Their defense is is deeper. They've got some really good young players, like really talented young players. Even if they have the wrong coach, they've always recruited. It's a recruiting Uh, Not necessarily. This is what you wouldn't want to hear is that Brent Venables just had the highest-rated recruiting class uh, in Oklahoma in the last decade. Brent did that? Yes, and it was higher than any class Lincoln Riley ever recruited. First
2: of all, those ratings are nebulous at best.
1: Interesting, are it, they?
2: There is yeah, I wouldn't then trust Then why those. is it
1: that the national champion in each year in the last 10 has had an average recruiting ranking in the in the previous well, 4 years to the national championship of top 4? Called a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, maybe not at all. All right, Clatt today and
2: again, this is what a journalist does. I confront you on things, and you delivered strong, defiant, data-driven messages. I tried. A lot of these shows, these cupcake shows you go on, false flat. It's not like
1: this. No. It's this show real.
2: holds you to a different
1: standard. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. You, you've got to raise your... And you know what, though? Don't worry, America. My, ha- my standard is held internally, not externally. But this was lovely. Okay.
2: Where do you go from here?
1: I'm going to a yacht, Lake Travis.
2: <laughs> good seeing you, buddy. Yeah,
1: you as well. Headed to Cincinnati. Can't wait. Skyline.
2: Yeah. Oh, chilly. Yeah, yeah that's, there you go. Hey, you do a good job there. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. All right, I'm going to go with a three-dog parlay pick via DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chargers plus one of the Vikings. They have a better team. They're desperate, better roster. And I think this is the moment for the Chargers this season. Line in the sand. Lose, they're thinking about a new coach. I think they win. They've had moments in both their losses. Chargers win by a touchdown. Steelers plus three at the Raiders. Why? I think Pittsburgh's a better roster overall after an ugly win And an epically bad performance by the O-line, they'll hear about it from Tomlin and play Inspired, take the Steelers by a touchdown. And Rams plus one at the Bengals, Joe Burrow may not play, and the Rams are the shock of the league. If you want to take the Herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code H-E-R-D, Herd, when you download the app. Chargers, Steelers, Rams, like it, I love it.
0: 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 see show notes for full details
4: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
0: for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. By the way, I was th- Joel Clapp brought up an interesting point. One of the things that's always been a bummer to me, for 99% of college graduates, the harder you work, the better job opportunities you get. It's the opposite for uh, college basketball, college football players. The harder you work, the greater you are the crappier owner you go to. If the NIL continues to grow and a Shadur Sanders can get $10, million, $8 million, or a Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams' dad already brought it up. Why not go back to college and make $10 million? What they're telling you is they don't want to play for Arizona. Is It's one of the things that really hurts the success rate of college quarterbacks is unless you're like Trevor Lawrence Good or Patrick Mahomes Gifted, Andrew Luck, Elway. There's been a handful Where you land, the ownership, the GM, the coach, overwhelmingly dictates your success. If this means one or two college quarterbacks a year does not have to go to a clearly awful franchise that's poorly run. Now, they may be awful uh, uh, the next year and you, you get stuck. But I think Caleb Williams noting that he's concerned about, you know, he may consider staying in college. It's just a shot at Arizona. You got Cliff Kingsbury on the staffs telling him it's a mess. It's what you know, the, the the Bidwell stuff's a mess in Arizona. So I, I that's another thing about the NIL. Everybody takes shots at new stuff. The transfer portal. It wasn't perfect, but we said take a deep breath. NIL is gonna ruin the sport. Highest ratings for college football in I don't know how long. The fear monger, everybody's terrified of everything. Anything new, people freak out. College football's having its best year in 20 years. And the transfer portal's crazy and the NIL's out of control. No, it's not. Not everybody's getting paid. The stars are getting paid. Finally. There's so much fear-mongering. It's amazing. That's why I don't even go to social media. It's all like the end of times. No, it's not. It's just new stuff. Deal with new stuff. So I I think it's a very I think if a if I was sitting there and I could make seven million in college. And I'm like, uh, and there's there's only like one or two franchises at any one time. Dan Snyder in Washington, stay away. Arizona, stay away. It's not like five or six. But if there was one or two franchises you just didn't want to go to and the owner had not done a good enough job to make it a viable place. You didn't, the O-line's bad. You know, they don't have the personnel. And that keeps one or two kids a year in college, star quarterbacks, I'm for it. One more H.E.R.D.? The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like hey what's up everybody it's me three-time pro bowler lavar Harrington, and i couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called up on game what is up on game you ask along with my fellow pro bowler tj hushmanzada and super bowl champion yep that's right plexico burris you can only name a show with that type of talent on it up on game we're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments listen to up on game with me lavar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from.
4: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, Going to tell you about an American made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly, but still keep the ritual with flavors Dipper's Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo, zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Let's not waste any time. J-Mac with the
3: news. No, 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 no.
2: Turn on the news.
3: This is the Herdline News. Everybody saw Deshaun Watson really struggle against uh, Pittsburgh in week two. Three, three turnovers, two, uh, you know, two went back for touchdowns. It was a rough one. Kevin's defense. He seems confident in Watson bouncing
0: back. Mm. I know what he's made of. I know how he works, uh, and I, can, I expect him to come in here ready to work tomorrow. That's really, really where the focus is. Always a combination of things, Jeff. When you're talking about the pass game, uh, you know, to be precise in the pass game, we need, you know, you, you need great protection. You need great footwork from the quarterback position. You guys are run routes at proper depth. You know, we as coaches have to design it uh, as such and get people in those spots so it's never one thing um you're gonna miss throws that's also part of football uh there's plenty of good uh, out there on tape we just got to build off of it.
2: all right i like that positive approach their defense is very good as you've noted that'll keep them in games when deshaun doesn't have to be a plus to win a lot of games with that defense
0: by the way how,
3: how many steelers look how many quarterbacks look good going into pittsburgh against the steelers at night they won like 20 straight monday night football games like, I think a tough they need to make to a move. Cam
2: Akers, I think, works for this team. You can
3: get him for a six-round pick. All right. You do uh, think I'm crazy on that? Let me ask you this. You see that, that that tag there? Uh Titans at Browns. Browns minus three. Everybody is on the Titans here. Oh, Titans have covered two games in a row. Browns lost Nick Chubb. Everybody likes the Titans. I don't. I don't either.
2: I like the Browns.
3: That Browns defense is no joke, man. I'm just telling like, you, like, you you could bag on Kenny Pickett in Canada, but like. Go look what Joe Burrow and company. They could not move the football against. It. The Browns' front four is unbelievably great. nasty. Yeah. And the secondary, Delpit and Denzel Ward. Now, what's their
2: um, what's their wide receiver situation? Well,
3: Co- Cooper's got an issue. He's uh, got a Elijah Moore I don't love. And Joku's a great tight end. But the Titans can be had. Like, Herbert's flinging the ball all around the field. I just, with no Nick Chubb.
2: I, I, I got the kid
3: Ford, man. He broke off a 70-yard
2: run. Yeah, no, he, that's a good point. I, I'm, I'm. That's that's a good point. Ford's a bigger, stronger, he's a bigger, faster Cam Akers. Yeah. He's not as shifty. This,
3: to me, feels like a Miles Garrett game, the way T.J. Watt and Highsmith uh, destroyed uh, on Monday Night Football. I could see Miles Garrett just obliterating the Titans. Um, all right, next up, uh, struggling court. Oh, here's a good one. Justin Fields, Colin. So he met with the media about an hour ago and oh, just said some jaw-dropping stuff. Let me just press it with um, feels his winning percentages, <laughs> 0. 0.185. Uh, it's, you know, one of the worst ever. Um, and he talked about his struggles here with the media.
0: I felt like, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, I felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, n- not just not, not, not playing like myself. So, um, you know, uh, my goal this week is just to, you know, say effort and just go out there and you know, play football. How I know how to play football could be, uh, you know. Coaching, um, I think. But um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it. You know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I, you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes.
2: Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't make too much of it. It might be the coaching. Don't make much of it. By the way, it might be the coaching. I'm not saying it is, but it's. It's. Here's the thing. You put young people in front of a mic. They're frustrated. Do we want him to be robots or say what they think?
3: Well, I think more importantly, do you what type of quarterback do you want Justin Fields to be? Do you want to put him in a box and say do this? No. Or do you want to say Justin, this is your skill set. We want yes. you to Yes. Okay. Yes. They just for some reason against Tampa, they just decided we're going to make him a pocket only quarterback. Well, stop it. That's I, not what he is. This numbers terrifying cuz I like the Bears coming into the season. In two games, they've had three designated runs. That's not enough. That, that's it. He was doing that in a quarter last year.
2: I know. It's it's this whole thing that Philadelphia is struggling with this too. Jalen Hurts, the power running quarterback. Let the kid go. Baltimore's figured it out. They've embraced Lamar's ability to make plays, and he's worked hard and become a better pocket guy, although that was about two years ago so, he did. So I think I just think in life as a general rule, what
3: are you good at? Lean into it. Okay, but then there's the, hey, Justin, remember the shots you took last year and, like, you know, we lost a lot of games. Do we want to revisit that, or do you want to evolve?
2: Well, again, evolve. How about the coach evolves and says, run, kid. Let him do what he does. First of all, I've said this even about Russell Wilson and Mahomes, guys that ended up being great. When guys come into the league the first two years, if you can run, it Anthony Richardson. It well, by bo- the way,
3: Anthony Richardson's still in concussion protocol. Why well, know?
2: But <laughs> that's their fear. They it don't want allows to have you to figure out the line of scrimmage for two to three years, getting first downs. Let's let Justin keep moving. In two years, if this is still an issue,
3: but like right now, let him pick up first downs any way he can. I, I haven't done enough work on this game, but like if Spagnolo plays a lot of zone, you know where they have they're facing the quarterback. That's what they'll probably do. And then they're going to say, Justin, come on. We want you to run right into us. Come on, big boy. And that Chiefs defense is really good, man. Trevor Lawrence was, like, befuddled. Did you see that? How bad he struggled? So what are they going to do to field? The line's 12 and a half, uh, 13. Double-digit favorites. Not a a long-term winning proposition Probably
2: a lot of there's a couple double-digit favorites this weekend I think there's three yeah I stay away from that
3: too. we'll wrap up with the Jets Patriots we are contractually obligated to talk about them every hour um <laughs> Patriots have won a billion straight games dating back to week 16 of 2015. that's, that's 14
2: embarrassing
3: straight. Gar- that's- Garrett Wilson is not happy with it nor am I
0: 14 straight is unacceptable and um that's you know that's unacceptable we're you know I'm, I'm and two against them that's unacceptable you know I inherited a uh, you know, I walked into a to a um, a team that you know we haven't we haven't beat the Patriots, and and, and I feel like that's why they brought me here and, and brought me and Sauce here and and the guys here to make things like that change. So it's it's time that we you know do what we get paid for.
2: That's crazy. A four? Well, I guess Big Ben rolled Cleveland forever. He was probably he probably won like thirteen or fourteen or something. I, I guess that when you, know, when, you get, when you have a great team and a dysfunctional
3: organization, and the Jets are dysfunctional. Um, so remember last year. Hey, by the way, Mac Jones, he was he was garbage against who, the Jets in two games last year. Who week. do you like in this game? Seriously, who who do you like? So it would be very on brand for the Jets to lose this game and then the next well, week beat the Chiefs or something crazy like oh, that. Oh, by right? the would way, well, then uh, well, Boomer's
2: comment be crazy next week.
3: We're not just stop with the Carson Wentz stuff. It's okay. not happening. Okay, i okay, just you, throw you've it You've seen the in. movie Mean Girls, right? No. No. One of the girls tries to make Fetch a thing, and this other really mean girl goes, stop trying to make Fetch happen. It was like a good moment. Um, Stop trying to make Carson Wentz to the Jets happen, please. Uh, Sounds like a great movie. It's awesome. Mean Girls, you haven't seen that? Sounded like Lindsay uh, Lohan.
0: Um,
2: Sounds like another good A Couple other
3: actresses. It's awesome.
2: Silence of the Lambs, yeah.
3: Silence of the Lambs is better, yes, yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, J-Mac with the news. Good stuff. and tankless water heaters. 15-year limited warranty tanklessmadesimple.com. Navian great hour three next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff,